Okay. <sighs> Welcome to Mookin Cast episode 47. Demetri Williams, your host with the most back for another round of fun-filled creative discussion. And finally, finally, we are doing it. We're doing a video podcast. It is it's been way too long. I'm not gonna lie. It's been it's been coming for so long. Um, and I kept on saying I was going to do it on X, Y, and Z episode or this episode, and I just never got around to doing it. And now I've finally done it. Yes, it is here. The video podcast has arrived, and hopefully I, I want to be doing all subsequent episodes in this format, of course, um, and post it everywhere on my blog, on my YouTube, on Instagram, everywhere. So Mookincast episode 47, it's the first video podcast, hopefully uh, the first one of many, and I hope you guys are ready for an amazing episode of Mookincast. Um, it's so weird having to stare at a camera. Usually I'm just like looking down at my phone the entire time and checking back on my notes to make sure I'm not missing anything. And now I can now, well, now I can't really do that for one. Um, and I have to stare at this camera. It's so strange, but nevertheless, I know it's going to make for a better podcast overall. And it's showing a little bit of a, an advancement in my, um, my podcasting setup. So hopefully the audio is good. I'm sorry if anything's too low or too high, but you know, we're still experiment or I'm still experimenting, um, with everything and making sure it, it still sounds good. I'm trying to fix my mic here, make sure it's close enough to my face. Okay. So episode 47, this is going to be episode called hidden struggle. Um, and it came about, how did it come about? It came about when I was actually watching an episode of the Joe Rogan podcast, um, similar to how last week's episode was inspired by Frost Hobby. This was um, inspired by another one of Joe's guests, Will Harris, um, who is a videographer, um, documentarist. I, yeah, I'm not even sure how you call somebody what the name is for someone who does documentaries, um, but a, a filmmaker, videographer um, and a creative dude who um, creates the series Anatomy of a Fighter. If you've ever seen that um, on YouTube. Really good series, really, really interesting, really well done, um, especially the way he just goes in-depth about um, the, the way he goes in-depth into each fighter's like uh, past, their history, um, where they've been coming from, where they are at now, and just capturing their, their lives in a very candid, meaningful way. It's just a really good series, um, and I'm glad I found out about him and subsequently his his uh, show because it's it's really well done. So if you haven't watched it, make sure you go watch it. I'll probably link all this down in the um, description or show notes or whatever um, for this episode. But uh, when he was on the Joe Rogan podcast, he was discussing you know things that have happened to him throughout his life to get him to his his current resting place um, as a as as a videographer and as someone who's fairly popular. He's pretty well known you know he's popular on social media obviously this anatomy of a fighter um series as well is super popular on youtube um but when you hear about where he came from before that um and <laughs> the life he led so i'm just gonna do a quick um kind of overview of who he is um in that sense and interlaced uh, in that you know, we'll start to kind of build up what this episode is going to be about um this episode 47 hidden struggle um so he was someone who came out of school um uh, came out of high school. Let me clarify. Uh, really into basketball, super uh, uh, into that uh, that sport, and wanting to pursue that as his full time passion, as his thing. You know, he wanted to go to the league. Um, but subsequent incidents and injuries and and things like that derailed his hopes and his dreams. 
and from there he he kind of just floated <laughs> you know he floated from um one place to another uh across the world i'm talking about i mean going from like australia to spain to to all these different places um and he discusses all this in depth in his interview so if you want to get more of a um a better understanding feel free to go watch it. i'll link it down below um but he discussed all this thing and uh, all these things and his feelings throughout this time of just feeling worthless and not really knowing where he's supposed to go and as creatives let's take the uh, kind of a pause here as creatives i feel like we've all kind of been in a situation like that maybe it's not this dramatic that you're literally traveling the world on your last dime trying to figure out what you want to do with your life but in some aspect or some shape or form we've all kind of felt lost in a way and i think that's a very normal feeling when you're pursuing something that's kind of and i've talked about this before something that's liquid something that's hard to kind of capture um and and define it, it can be really tough I love a good like rags to riches, like built myself up from nothing type of story. Like I, I love stories like that. I think they're really interesting. Um, and I think there's a lot of lessons that can be taken from them. Um, and as I'm listening to the story go from place to place and incident to incident, some of them were hilarious. Some of them were very sad um, in, in the case of some of the errors he ended up in, the situations he ended up in. Um, but there was there was always lessons to, to each one. And, and what I decided to do for this episode was kind of pick out some of the, the lessons I gleaned um, from listening to it, not necessarily ones that he directly said, like, this is what I learned, but just things I pulled from my experience uh, or, or things that I pulled with my experience and, and the, the experience of others that I've seen and Will's um, experience, obviously, um, to kind of come together, just talk about a few things that I think would be really beneficial for the modern day creative. Of course, this podcast is for the modern day creative. Um, so let's get into a few of those. Um, let's start with the first one. So first thing is on Will's journey, he, he often talked about um, the idea of angels, meeting angels throughout his journey, people who would, um, you know, give him a place to stay, people who would um, give him money to, to try and get back home, things like that. People he met in his life who were going to, you know, uplift him and try to push him to that greater purpose that he was trying to find. Um, I, I think this is really true. Uh, I've definitely come across these people in my travels and in my life of people just want to help you people just see something in you they just they for whatever reason they just want to be there for you um, even if it's not in you know a romantic sense or even if it's not a, a familial um, responsibility it's just people who kind of see you see what you're going through and say i can help this person so let me help this person um and it's amazing you know it's it it feels like I, to me when i've had it happen to me and just hearing how he's talked about it as well it, it feels like you're you're being turned back towards the past that you were meant to follow but also interesting just as many um and this is me kind of ad-libbing uh, ad-libbing a little bit um just as many angels as you're going to find you're also going to find just as many demons who are trying to take you off of your path or not even necessarily people but things um substances um places that are going to try and derail you from the ultimate path and the ultimate goal that you're trying to find um and this can be tough so it's like you're trying to balance both the angel and the demons that you're you're finding along your journey and choosing the right over the wrong more often than not because honestly we're all going to succumb to that we're all going to succumb to something that we shouldn't have done um you know a situation we're not proud of uh, and something we could have done better but it's just choosing the right answer more than choosing the wrong answer so that's one lesson uh <laughs> i said that's so weird that's one lesson i definitely took from um from a story that was really really um poignant 
And so the second lesson I, um, I understood from this whole thing was the idea that a lot of the trouble and a lot of the mistakes we make and a lot of the problems we face are often self-inflicted, <laughs> interestingly enough. Um, you know, so many of these situations he would get himself into, um, he would he would create it himself. He would often be the catalyst for that negative event. Um, you know, some like those demons I was talking about before, he would be the one creating them. He would be the one um, letting them into his life. And when you think about it that way, now coming full circle, of course, he's a successful person. He got back on his feet, whatever. But if he was and this is going to sound like 2020 hindsight, Demetrius playing, you know, armchair Monday morning psychologist. But if he was able to get back, um, if he was able to, to get in tune with himself and be able to admit that he was the one causing these problems and he was the issue and he had to change, he would have progressed in his journey so much faster. And it sucks when. You know, we go through certain periods and we're trying to understand what's going on, what's wrong, what am I doing incorrectly that needs to change for me to to get to that next level of my creative development or just life development. And you can't seem to figure it out. But when you look in the mirror, it's oftentimes you. And I talked about this, um, I think it was on episode maybe 43, Men in the Mirror, um, where it, it has to be a self-reflection that's done with you. It starts with you first of uh, being able to, oh my gosh, my phone. Being able to look at yourself and say, okay, I'm making a mistake here. This is wrong and I need to do better. Because the, the faster you can do that, it's the faster you're going to get to your, your next level, your next um, stage in development. And it's, it's critical to do this sooner rather than later because of that. Because how much time are you going to be wasting? How many months, years are you going to be wasting? Uh, when you look at Will's story, or if you listen to Will's story, you'll see, I think he was probably going through this period for maybe like five years or so um, post-graduation, maybe even a little bit longer before he kind of finally found his passion being uh, or videography rather. You don't want to be like him. <laughs> and not to say that in a negative way, because obviously his journey taught him a lot. But if you have the option to, to look yourself in the mirror today and identify your problems and identify your issues, just jump on it now. Try your best. And of course, it's not easy. You know, it's not easy for any any of us. It's not easy for me to overcome, you know, issues that I have. But it's just taking the culpability and responsibility that the situations you put yourself in a lot of the time start and end with you. I realized was so if we it's a little bit of a theory that I've been trying to put together for a while so if we take um, you know all the positives that have gone on in your life all the the achievements all the successes all just the, the happy moments that have gone in your life and you put them on one side of a scale and then you take all the negative experiences all the depression the sadness the bad moments everything and you put it on the other side of the scale more or less I think it would kind of balance out in some cases of course there's there's you know, inordinate amounts of happiness that go on in someone's life, in someone's life, and inordinate amounts of sadness that unfortunately happens to other um, other individuals. And it's not always fair, for sure. Um, definitely not saying that at all. Um, but I think if you if you take that more or less, it, it, it kind of balances out in some way. Um, and when you compare yourself to someone, say someone super successful like a Michael Jordan or someone like that. 
I think if you take all the happiness, the successes and all that stuff, and you take all the negatives, the demons and the other problems and issues he had to overcome to become the successful individual he is, I think they kind of balance out as well. You know, everyone has their issues, no matter what, no matter how high on the totem pole of, you know, whether it's socioeconomic status or just social status or whatever popularity, I think everyone has problems that they're trying to overcome day by day. Um, and many times the excuse me many times when you're having um more successful periods you're also going through more hurt internally that people can't really see and also you can't really um talk about it out loud because it seems everything's going okay it seems everything is is going fine but internally you know you're suffering just as much as the next man um and in a way and i <laughs> don't mean this to come off negative at all i feel like we should take some type of pride in that that you know, you think you're so far behind your idol or, or someone else that you look up to. But in reality, you're really not. You're significantly closer to them than you might think. Um, not necessarily that you're achieving the highest highs of success that they have, but it's just that you're you're also going through life just like they are. They're putting one foot in front of the other, just like they just like you are breathing air the same way you are. And it's not something, you know, the, the position you are in life right now isn't something to say, OK, I'm going to compare me to this person. And OK, they're clearly further ahead of me. So I suck. It's, it's not that simple of an equation. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes. You don't understand what everyone's facing. Um, and that's why I decided to call this episode Hidden Struggle, because it's the it's the journey. It's the struggle that everyone's uh, kind of fighting to overcome. But no one else can see it. No one else is seeing that scale. No one else is, is knowing how the good and the bad of your life um, trying to kind of form that equilibrium and how they are um, in balance and how you've suffered as much as anyone else or you've had just as much success as anyone else. Um, no one really knows that except for you. And you have to keep that in mind that everyone else is kind of going through that as well. And it's it's just a very interesting um, an interesting balance that you have to keep. And listening to his story made me realize that because he had such a low, low period. And then he had this meteoric rise. Well, if you only heard the one part of his story where he's now making anatomy of a fighter and he's super successful um, and things are going well for him. And now he has money in his pocket. You would think, oh, well, his life was just roses and da uh, daisies, you know, but it's not that way. You know, he went through that terrible, terrible period. Um, so just keep that in mind when you're looking at someone and judging someone else. Okay. And the fourth thing I learned, so, and this is an interesting one and it's obviously with the way I run this podcast and my whole brands in general, I think you guys should probably know this by now, but the, the fourth lesson I, I, I took out of this was that the creative spark and the creative energy can really pull you out of anything, honestly. Just listening to the way he he was able to overcome these obstacles and the person he he turned into once he discovered videography, it just renewed that um, that idea in my mind that, you know, when you find something you love, when you find a passion, when you find something you really enjoy, it's it's so much fun. It's so enjoyable. It's like the other problems just melt away. And in a way, you you find a lot of other strengths you didn't know you have. All of a sudden, you find out you like um, painting for, let's say, because I always use some random example. You like painting. You like being an artist. All of a sudden, you find out that you have more determination than you, than you thought. You find out you have more discipline. You can stick to a schedule. Um, you can come up with ideas a lot easier. You can attract clients much easier. Your, your interpersonal skills are better. Your communication is better. And it was all unlocked because of that one creative thing. And it's, it's interesting that so many of us 
um, yeah, I'm not trying to point out or point any fingers at anyone, but we neglect that sometimes. We don't take it, you know, as seriously as we should, only to realize that a lot of the other issues would be solved if you embraced that creative side of you more, if you paid it more attention and you unlocked and tapped into that potential that I think isn't everybody, honestly. I don't think there's a single person on this planet who doesn't have some type of, you know, creative inkling in their body. Everyone has that, you know, to varying degrees, of course, but everyone has it. Um, and, and that's just one thing I, uh, I, I guess that's the last thing, honestly, cause I only had four points that I learned from his story that if you, if you tap into that, that creative energy, energy that's inside of you, if you tap into that creative energy that's inside of you, it can be life changing. Um, and you can easily change your situation from a super negative one, um, to a very positive one, like he did. <laughs> so in conclusion, life is good and creativity makes it even better. Um, I really enjoyed this episode of uh, Joe Rogan's podcast. I really enjoyed Will Harris as a guest. Like I said, I'm going to leave the stuff down below in case you want to listen to it um, and watch it because it's also on video. Um, and yeah, it's it, I took some good lessons from it. I hope the you know these four points that I just gave to you guys. Hopefully, it's it's helpful in some way, um, and hopefully, it it helps you transform some aspect of your life for the better. That's that's really the goal of this whole podcast. Hopefully, uplifting someone um, in the process. And, you know, I wasn't going to do a dope creator uh, on this episode because this is more of like a test run. I didn't want to um, run too long before I have some like technical issue. I'm, I, I've actually already had some, but I also I just want to, to go on a little bit more on Will Harris's career and kind of give him a little bit of a shout out, I guess, in this video. And that's what the dope creator is, more or less. Creators I really enjoy and I think are really good at um, what they do as well. And I think you should check them out, too. Um, so he's really uh, and he doesn't go into all this in the in his podcast or his interview, I guess I uh, should say. Uh, so I kind of want to talk about it here. He's been, he's done some interesting projects you wouldn't think he was a part of. You know, I saw videos on his Instagram where he's in studio with, um, you know, Waka Flocka and Little Dirk before they were super popular artists than they are now because he's been doing this for like a good 10 years now, 10, 12 years now. Um, and it's so interesting to think that, you know, behind he was building, building, building his repertoire and uh, you know the things that he's been a part of were molding him for this moment so I, I definitely recommend going back in his catalog and checking out some of his, some of his earlier stuff as well it's really interesting um and it kind of shows you the grassroots foundation that builds this you know top level videographer that we have now um and also shows you that you need that progression you need those small jobs you need those um those little wins along the way to, to hone your skills get better one thing he was actually talking about was how often he did things for free you know he didn't always <laughs> charge thousands of dollars to do videos. Um, he was often just doing music videos and little things on the side um, for people's brands or whatever they were trying to get off the ground just for free, just to hone his skills, get better and also get his name out there. Um, and then when he, he starts his company, then you start charging a little bit more. Then you start, um, you know, ramping up once you have the skills to back up what you're putting out. You know, he's never compromised that product. And as a creator, someone who also goes through the struggle of how to price my, um, you know, my work and what I do and things like that. I think it's an important lesson to realize that, you know, you, you can have all the skills you want, but if you don't have the, the resume, the catalog to back it up and, um, the name, I guess you could say to, to back up some of the work you've done, you're not going to get off the ground and you need to take those, maybe, you know, take those, those hits on the chin a little bit earlier to, to build that up. It doesn't come easily. Um, you know, everything is, is earned. Everything is built. Everything is made, um, starting with you. If you're going to pursue a lifestyle like this of having your own business or, you know, being a photographer, videographer, whatever. 
So I really recommend him as a dope creator. Um, you should definitely check him out. I'll put his Instagram down below as well. Um, and yeah, so that's that's more or less Mugencast episode 47. But before I go, I'm going to do everyone's favorite segment. Wait for it. Yes, that's right. Food for thought. So let's get into that. It's never going to be the case where things go smoothly. More often than not, the unexpected is what you should prepare for the most. But in these moments of uncertainty, who will you show yourself to be? Someone who can adjust to the situation or someone who's going to crumble beneath all the pressure. All right. And that is Moving Cast episode 47 completely. We're done. Whew, this is so it's so weird. It's going to take me a while to get used to doing it this way. Um, I'm not sure if my my uh, my memory card is full already. Hopefully it's not. Um, but thank you guys for listening to this one. I hope you enjoyed this little test run pilot episode of Mugencast video version, I guess you can call it. Um, 47 episodes of this, almost at 50, which is crazy to think about. I'm glad I'm finally um, advancing the podcast in some way um, now that we're about to hit a milestone. Um, but thank you again for listening. Feel free to check out more of my stuff on my blog, forevermugen.com. Check me out on Instagram, forever.mugen. Um, and on Twitter, I guess, because I'm on there technically two tales of Mugen. I, I don't use it, to be honest, and I don't have a Facebook. Uh, but if you check me out on those other platforms, I guarantee you find some content that's interesting to you. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the rest of your day. Peace.